But we have another special guest in the building today, man. Y'all might have, if y'all don't know him from online, you know what I'm saying? You might have seen him with, with Josiah, with the, the shortest podcast ever. You might have seen him backstage around NXT doing stuff. Yeah. You might have, you might have ran, you might have wanted to smoke with him on, on, you know, WWE 2K. He probably whooped your ass. You don't want that. Like you. We. <laughs> I had to apologize. <laughs> so my fault. Hey man, we got the good brother Cornell Gunter in the building with us, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on now. Of course for the yeah. do it right here. We do it right here. Thank y'all, man. I appreciate y'all having me out here. Like for real, for real. Um, I'm very thankful uh to be sitting here talking to y'all. 250, by the way, congratulations. That's thank not small, you, you know what I'm saying? That's an amazing milestone, amazing accomplishment. So uh thank y'all again and many blessings and positive vibes for a 250 mo and then 250 more after that, then a one thousand after that. We get to a thousand. I don't know what I'm I'm gonna come here like damn Ric Flair <laughs> with the day. He's gonna be he's just gonna be airdropped from hell. <laughs> I mean, you got a stack of money in here, so by one thousand, you gotta have like a, a couple, like multiple stacks. They throw them, they throw them shits in the air. Um, she might be, she's not wrong with the the, the, with the air drop. I really might be carrying the Air drop is crazy. I can really just see Eve like pulling up to like this. <laughs> Honestly, bro, that's not a bad idea. You, you know how Soldier Boy is so I'm the first rapper. You might be the first podcaster ever to drop through the sky on a GoPro podcasting on a, you know what I'm saying? Podcasting hey, on a GoPro? Come on now. Hey, hey, God did. Come on now. Hey. <laughs> don't, don't give me the idea. I don't like that. Nah, wait, hold on. <laughs> Niggas just gonna say anything that says God did after. Like, you can't debate that. Like, you just yeah. can't. Yeah. Hey, like, 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 like Callis said, God did. That's hey. real shit, man. But let's get into it, man. Let's, let's talk about what Cornell did. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, yeah, yeah, the way he changed his voice. That like, game Corn- crazy. Like that. Yeah, that was hard. Hey, hey, you, you definitely got some VC over there. Yo, 99 right now. Go ahead, play. You see the V drop? <laughs> Not you see the VC right here. <laughs> I'm tell you, not what can this get me in this eye? So you're you're a 2K developer, right? No, 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 no. I am not a developer. You are not gonna have my teammates kick my head in. I am nah. So I'm in marketing uh, for 2K. I mostly am over uh, WWE 2K and PGA Tour. Uh, so yeah, that's more so where I'm at. I'm in the space of you know live services. So everything after the game comes out. It's time. Like, so there's no off season for me. Uh, yeah. From start to finish, one to a million, basically, that's just what I'm running. And it's great. It's fun. Fun times. How is it with the PGA? Because that's new. Like, 2K. Yeah. That's that's never been done before, I think, with 2K. That's Mm-mm. two hours. Uh, PGA's always been what? EA? No, nah, so 2K had uh, two, uh, PGA 2K21. P- PGA Tour 2K21. Um, and... Basically, it's like a two-year cycle, so then uh, that went by, so now this one is 2K23. Uh, EA has, uh, like, the, uh, the PGA Tour stuff, too, but they have, like, the Masters and all that stuff, so that's, like, the difference. But 2K got Tiger Woods, you know, Stephen Curry, you know, Top Golf, you know, a, a, a Dimension Top Golf, so uh, we can all hop online right now and go play Top Golf, um, you know, and, you know, I, I, I can go ahead and get, like, you ever been to Top Golf before? Yes. I haven't had the chance to go to top. I wanted to go for like my birthday, but yeah. I'm going to New Orleans. When, when your birthday? September. September. All right, so it's already passed. 
Yeah. All right, bet. And I, I, I'm gonna send you a late birthday present. I, I'm, I'm, we gonna send you to Top Golf. Hey man, come on now, don't, don't make Aww. me cry, brother. No, we're gonna sing in the Top Golf, and then after yeah, you go to Top Golf, <laughs> no, no, because it's two fifty, so we gotta go big, right? So you're gonna sing in the Top Golf, then after you go to Top Golf, you're gonna play PGA Tour, two K twenty three. Tell us the tell us how your experience went. Just, I, I, I'm not biased, you're just gonna tell us how your experience went. That's all. I ain't gonna hold you. Don't get me a top. Don't threaten me with a good time. I'll be a top. I'll go. Stupid in top golf, boy. Man, no listen. All, all I know, all I know is you better self shoot <laughs> stuff. You better self shoot stuff and let us know that you was there. And let us know you're having a good time. I'm for real. So whenever you ready to go to top golf, let me know. Cash app always hey. ready. Hey, I'm gonna hold you to that. The same way you said the God did thing. God did. Come on. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Nah, um, man, it's a wonderful time. And you know, as we talked about WWE 2K, that's like my baby. Uh, WWE 2K 22 is out right now. Um, fun time. I, I've collected a lot of bodies. I kind of step open them on the way to sitting in my chair because it's like all mm-hmm. over here in my game room. But uh, a lot of bodies. I hand out a lot of L's. I rarely take any. So uh, fun times. You said you rarely take any. So do you yeah. know how many times you've lost? Like, do you know Six what times. the record is? Damn. Six times. Yeah. yeah. Out of Six how times. many games? Because that shit off bat. So, so on- online. So like online, I won like two hundred plus games, and I probably lost about fifteen, if that. Uh, but like against my friends, my friends have only beaten me like six times, and that's like counting my whole entire friend group. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Now, and I, now sometimes they don't like playing with me because they're like, oh, you're not having fun. I'm like, I am having fun. You're a loser. <laughs> it's a great time for me. You're a loser. Yeah. So, like, like I, I am literally the most competitive person you will ever see in your life when it comes to video games. Um, and it doesn't make any sense. It's probably unhealthy and a bit like borderline, like psychotic, but I'm totally okay with Damn. We well we, before we uh before we got on the air, we was talking. You said you used to hoop. Were you like that when you was on the court also? Yeah, so basketball, yeah. I, I so I went at my high school, so I've been i I was six foot in like fourth grade. Right. So I've been Shut up. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, we gotta we gotta hit them. <laughs> Is this true? Yeah, no, we're talking. Yeah, so fourth grade, I was six foot. I even had I had like a little light, clearly not this, but I had like a super light, like like look like I put dirt on my on my face type mustache. I've been I've been a big a big kid my whole life. In I can only grade? imagine mm-hmm. the other children. In yeah, yeah, yo, yo, so like, like I, so, so like I, I would get twenty nine. Yo, yo, I would get on elementary school bus. They'd be like, "You're not going to high school." I'm like, no, I'm mm-hmm. going to fourth grade. They'd be like, what the? Aww. So, and then, like, mm-hmm. at that time, too, like, fourth grade is, like, really when, like, sports and everything kind of changed for me. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so my cousin, Jared, my cousin, Jared Smith, so he's hooped all his life. Uh, and then my oldest brother, um, he also hooped all of his life. But our family, we just hooped. Uh, so, like, at that time, I, first time I played, like, organized basketball, AAU, um, back when YBOA was a thing. Um, and I was just a big, a big-ass boy on the basketball court not knowing nothing. I was just out there. It looked like uh, I can't – I don't want to compare me to an NBA player. No, I can't do that. So, I'm just out here just looking – I'm just looking lost. You know what I'm saying? That is I'm looking lost. Uh, but over time, I, by sixth grade, I got, I got I got with it. And I ended up going to, like, the top camps in the nation starting in middle school. And in ninth grade, I had a, a, a letter of interest from, like, LSU and all that kind of stuff, too. So a lot of stuff was, like, starting to boom for me. And then as you get into high school, you get your first letter of interest. You get a couple more little D2, little D1. You, you start, like, oh, I'm the man. And then you don't take care of your body. Then everything is kind of just, like, it goes it goes kind of sideways. But then, you know, you, you still find purpose in everything that you do. Right. Shit, that's life, man. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. of course, of course. That's still insane, though. Six feet tall in the fourth grade. Nasty. Yeah. Hey, you know, fourth grade, like they got the 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 short rims. Yes, I, I was on there. I was on there. Listen, bro, the first time it, it was fourth grade, it was fifth grade. I'll never forget this. It was field day, last day of school. I banged Ooh. on this fifth grader so hard, bro. <laughs> I, I, I had on a Converse. I had a Converse jersey on with the matching shorts. It was like it was the top was white, navy blue. It had a little silver in it with a big old Converse star in the middle. I'll never forget it, bro. That was, at that point in time, that's when like basketball went from being like, oh, this is cool to like I'm yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, like I, I I think I can do this and I remember like bro so like I was playing basketball like I would go to school I used to play violin people don't a lot of people don't even know this Ooh. I played violin in elementary school and then I was like I, I want to go play basketball and it was like no and I was like why you get to the violin practice I said no I don't I'm done I don't want to play no more my mom was like you can't just quit my dad was like well if you want to go play you got to go play but my dad yeah. is like my dad is one of the toughest critics in the world he's a great dad but he's like oh you doing this oh we're doing this like he's he's uh-huh. in it nonstop, which is which is good because it made me like never settle for just want to be less than mm-hmm. but i remember like the <laughs> my first aau team i went to i was in fifth grade at that time with this his uh with his son named CJ. He was like, hey, uh, my dad has a basketball team. You want to come play? I'm like, yeah, of course. I don't want to hoop. So they called my house. Man, so like, I, I come from a household, a black household with a father. Um, and you know, like, uh, certain things, you know, like, oh, my, my dad don't play type of parents. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was my dad. He don't play. So for the fact that another another grown individual called my house acting to speak to me to come play basketball, yeah, he was not happy. So right. he, yeah. it was like it was like five or six o'clock on a Sunday when he called. My dad took me out to this court, and it's like seven, eight o'clock at night. And he's like, "Let's, I want to see you can play. Show me what the hell you got. Let's go." Cursing me out, and I'm out there like, "Oh, I just want to play basketball." So then the little lights pop on, and my mom was like, "Phil, leave him alone." He's like, "No, he want to. Let's see." So we played a seven. I won seven zero, and he left me alone after that. So it was straight. See? Nah, see, as as a dad, I'm like, ah, right, you got it. Right. <laughs> I would be like, my fault, OG. <laughs> I, I looked, I, I looked at it. I was like, God, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, really? man, and, and that's that's kind of how my journey started. And it's crazy. So, like, as my love for WWE 2K was a thing, but back then it was like NBA Live. So I, mean, I, I used to live in this apartment complex right outside this park. And, like, back then, like, Jeremiah Rivers, who's Austin Rivers' brother, mm-hmm. um, and Austin Rivers' autumn used to come out there because I'm from Winter Park, you know. So everybody used to come out there, all the high schools from Lake Howe, like Chandler Parsons, all, these all come to this park. We always just hoop. My dad and my oldest brother would be like, anybody play NBA Live? Yo, my little brother beat you right now, $20, $30. And my dad, they grown men, people literally come to our, our apartment, leave the door wide open, I would play them, wax them, five-minute quarters, and be done. And then they just next 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 so it's 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 that was bad i just realized that was, that was really bad why would they do that to me but it was fun it was fun they had you whooping niggas ass on on the sticks and you're uh, still doing it however many years later man wow. that's the only thing i know my kids will never do me like that i'll never go out like that <laughs> <laughs> never <laughs> never <laughs> You saying that now, 20 years from now, like, it's, it's going to be straight VR. Your kids are going to smoke you in Madden VR, dog. Listen, I said, I'll, I'll pull out any, I'll pull out a PS3. <laughs> Listen, behind me, I got a PS1, 2, 3, 4, and I got a, I got a 5 right here. I got Xboxes, uh, Nintendos. I, I'm going to win at something. And when I do, I'm done. Oh, you said Xbox? Hold on. Let me, hold on. Nah, don't go to Xbox. Nah. Hold on, because 
I don't know what Eve about to do right now, but probably <laughs> literally bring you his Xbox console. What you, what you yes. know about this big dog? Hey, hold on, hold on. Hey, how, what how I much? Say? Hey, how much you want for that? I don't know. I gotta say a million. <laughs> nah, I'm for real. Hey, you got you, you got you got you got the uh jack. You got the jacked in the power cord and all that. I think I still do. And I, I might have Madden 05 in here still. I don't care about that. The game I want for that is Bruce Lee. <laughs> Listen, tell me how much you want. I swear to I swear to cash up always ready. Just know that. So whenever I'm with it, I will send you that money immediately and for next day shipping. I am not playing. We're gonna make so we're gonna work something out, man. We're gonna talk. Man, if you don't do that, we'll block you. God did right, <laughs> <laughs> add another one. That's a fact. <laughs> no, nah, like um, you're doing your thing at 2K right now, but yeah, you used to be in WWE. Can you tell the listeners what you used to do in WWE before I confront you with some <laughs> WWE questions? <laughs> yeah, so I was uh blessed and highly favored to be a uh, student of the game on uh, underneath Triple H and his team at the Content Innovation Lab at WWE for about half years. Uh, some of the greatest time of my life. Um, well, what I what we covered there, me and my team, we covered production, so we filmed and edited a lot of uh, you know documentaries, tryouts, uh, TV segment like TV vignettes, promos for TVs, anything backstage. Like when you see somebody walking through the parking lot on NXT television, uh, the team that I was on, we filmed that. We also did stuff like Matt Riddle's uh, documentary on the Peacock, same with Tommaso Ciampa, Tegan Knox. Uh, man, cinematic matches so like the Boneyard match, you know that one mm-hmm. that slammed me. So what that would technically make me a Slammy Award winner yeah. if that match won, and I was part of. God did, um, but also oh like Tommaso, <laughs> but also like Tommaso Ciampa versus Gargano, Adam Cole cinematic match. Um, there was another cinematic match. Oh, Cameron Grimes and uh, Dexter Loomis. Mm-hmm. Um, all of like you know the team that was on also filmed like all of the uh, the prime target stuff too. So a lot of amazing stuff. There, there are there are there's one time on TV like towards the end. Towards the end of television, uh, well, Adam Cole and Kyle are going at it like this, like the go home for their match or whatever, like the blow off where Kyle ended up going over and Adam ended up leaving. And I'm filming stuff for Prime Target, and I'm literally in the shot. So you see two, they going crazy, and you see me in the background like this. So then, next thing you know, uh, somebody who's worked on the on-floor production team, it was Blake. I just feel I, I see me do, ooh, I get pulled back behind the curtain. It's like you're in the shot. I'm like, oh shit, my bad. So then, next thing you know, uh, the funniest thing is that I see Sean and and I'm in H the next day, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, and Sean's like. <laughs> Like man, it's all good. But ever since then, Sean, every time he sees me, he's like maybe that one time you ruined the shot on TV. I'm like, Sean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But which That's is crazy because my, my first day on the job, I'm at the PC, uh, and I'm sitting at this big old table inside the CIL, and I just got my AirPods in. I'm like, I'm not bothering nobody. I'm gonna sit. Yeah, I'm gonna speak when spoken to. And somebody's like, all I hear was like. Hey, can we just be in here? And I'm like, yo, that's Sean Michaels. Yo, I know he ain't talking to me. Yo, I'm not gonna mess with this man at all. Mm-hmm. And he comes up and like, tap. Hey, I'm like, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Here I come. Here I come. <laughs> so I go in there. No, all I did was all I did was this um the mirror the screen from a MacBook to the TV, and he thought I was the coolest person after that. I said, "Well, well, I thank you. I thank you so much, sir, because I love you so much with all my heart and soul." So, man, it, it, it's examples like that is the time that I had at the PC, man. So it was it was great. 
That's fire. That is fire. Shouts to Sean for thinking you was a, a wizard or something, bro. You bro, you bro, bro I, I, text, I text my homies like, dog, I just hope Sean with the TV. I, he <laughs> my dog now. Like, like we here. So, man, nah. And I mean, I think everybody from Thought About It, even like Triple H, man, there's a lot of stuff that uh, I got to see Triple H too in real time. And I was like, yo, how the hell do you see that? Like, at the fact that um, where it was, I think it was SummerSlam, I saw him and Vince uh, put together that Fiend uh, entrance in real time, wow. and I was just like, "Hello!" Or the fact that I see, I, I even seen them put together like Kit Rose stuff in real time, being in terms of like lights, and you go here, and you go here, yeah. like literally Hunter, he'll talk to the talent, he'll walk away, he'll talk to the crew, and be like, "Hey, yeah, so do this light right here, yeah, do that right here." All to that while while also looking back, talking to the talent, and next thing you know, do it again, and it's it's magic. I'm like, "How do you do this?" Wow. It's like, man, listen, man, a lot of people. I talked about this on the A show, like I think it was like almost like almost a year ago, when the talk of like Hunter at the PC and 2.0 stuff was coming into play, and people was like, "Oh, he got fired." No, man. Like I was in that meeting with Vince and everybody, you know, and Hunter already spoke about it with Ariel and all that kind of stuff. But it's one of those things where it's like that man know what the hell he doing, and if he don't, mm-hmm. hey, whoever thought he didn't, look at him now. Facts. Yeah. A- a- everybody want to work for him. You know, so it's just one of the things, too, where it's just like a lot of stuff that I saw in real time from that man. I was just like, how? Like, how, how are you able to see it? Right. Like, like in, in like, for instance, like for him to be able to like, oh, let me think, let me let me think of somebody that there was somebody's entrance that I thought that was freaking incredible. The hunter was at a EO. So when EO turned on Candace, right after the whole cage match thing situation and she comes back out, we have NXT tapers at full sale. To if we're going through rehearsal and he's doing her entrance, and originally her lights wasn't as crazy as it was. Man, that man said, Hold on, da, 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 da. yo, yo, you come out, do you have to, you know, be you, get into it, embrace it, be become a character, and then you go on what you do your thing, don't worry about that, I'll take care of the rest of this. And that man, she came out on TV, and I was like, Hey, hold on, that, that wasn't what, what you just did, dog. Like, how money man and he just man that man's just different he's he's also just a great human being you know just top to bottom great human being i had a tragic loss last year and and i talked to him and i talked to stephanie they called me and my wife and talked to him. uh when i first came back to television after the loss of my son he pulled me he was talking to him he was talking to talent taking care of anything he said hold on let me talk to you and and made sure that i was good and he made sure that he let me know that he was happy that i was back and i you know somebody like me is kind of like you know i just feel like i'm just you know i'm just gonna do my job i ain't you know what i'm saying i ain't trying to work for nothing mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the fact that you know he would take the time it wouldn't, it wouldn't have to it would be anybody he would just take the time i looked enough anybody went through that situation he would have did the same thing so my love for him is endless endless oh, wow. amazing that's dope of him, for real, for real. He's a real one, and that's why, you know, for me, it's like people see it now because it's, you know, you know, the AEW WWE stuff, it doesn't mm-hmm. exist, right? It only exists online to people that entertain it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if it did exist, you look at him now. Now he has, you know, nuclear type weapons where he can go ahead and have a great time on what he's doing, and look, it's like masterpiece after masterpiece after masterpiece, and it's like, man, that that man. Greatest of all time, like he, he for me personally, he got into that conversation when I got to see him create. And I, I, mm-hmm. I'm somebody I like to create. I love to do like content creation. That's what I do at my job. A lot of different things. And it's like seeing him do do shit in real time. I said, Nah, that's I, I need to get like that. So nah, he mm-hmm. different. That's funny you said that because I was that was gonna be my next question. Is like what what did you see like? Because I'm sure like under the learning tree of Triple H mm-hmm. and Shawn Michaels, I'm sure you've seen a lot. 
You know what I'm saying? So what's like what's something that you like took from them like specifically that was like oh, this guy, you know, he did this thing in particular. It could be like the smallest of things, but it made the biggest difference. You know what I'm saying? Like what's from, something that you took from them? Like, shoot, from like, age. No. From age, it was the ability to think of something and then say, okay, does that work? No. Well, here's four more ideas. Do these work? No. Well, here's three more ideas. And it's like the fact that he never stopped. And I think that's something for, like when we did the Boneyard match, bro, like a lot of that stuff was just like straight through. Like the vision that he had was like, yo, so all right, y'all ready to do this? Let's roll. Da, 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 da. All right, cool. Hold on. So you're like, when we do when we do the shot of like uh, um, Gallows and Anderson coming out with the with the with the Druid or whatever, mm. and that, that 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 nice little swivel corner shot where you see like Taker like the reveal of Carl Anderson and, and the Druids or whatever, and then as you know Taker knocks them out, he turns to look at AJ and the house is behind him. And it's all he thought all that shit up on the fly, and it's like a lot yeah. of people they take their time and they shoot all that. And he's like, no, it's like boom, we got to go. And a lot of stuff he wanted to do in one take, and that's one thing that I loved about him because he was like. I want to do stuff in one take, if not one, then two. But like he definitely wanted, he was pushing everybody to be great. Now, clearly, if you again, if you can't get it in one take, he's completely about it. But he just pushed you to want to make sure you capture your best shot first and then run it back again. But he he, he just pushed you to be great, and that's just something like man, I, I can't say, I can't say, I can't say, say any, any more good thing. I I, I, I honestly I can't say nothing bad because you get you gave me opportunity to feed my family. You gave me opportunity to achieve my mm-hmm. dream. You gave me. You, you took me around the world to see so many things. I did road loops and live events and work pay-per-views and COVID, like COVID at the freaking PC. I was able to work Raw, SmackDown, and NXT all in one and be able to work with Vince on some stuff and be able to do the Boneyard match, the Undertaker's last match. It's like, what more can I say? You know what I'm saying? So everything. If, I, if one thing I take from it, it's everything. It's, but truthfully, the one thing you take from it, just like just try to be a good person to everybody and put your time in and it, it'll come. From um that era that of NXT, like we see it's now in the like 2.0s and move forward and everything like that. From the part that you spent in NXT, who was your favorite wrestlers around that time? Oh, that's easy. EO, uh Bianca, like like I'm a, I'm heavy on the women's wrestling side, so like EO and Bianca, uh Candice. Uh, definitely Dakota Kai, uh, Tegan Knotts. Uh, when it came to the men, like Keith Lee at that time, especially during that COVID time, when he had that run from like, from like right before Survivor Series to like past Mania, when he ended up beating Adam Cole, became the double champ and everything. Mm-hmm. That was some of the stuff I I was blown away. One because. You look at Keith Lee, the stereotype is, oh, he's a big guy, so you can't do X, Y, Z. He already defeats the stereotype. He's also black, right? So you don't think like you would live in an industry where African-Americans sometimes don't always get their due, and he was kind of getting his due. But then you saw him doing the NXT, but then Vince saw him on the Raw SmackDown stage and said, oh, no, this guy is good. And then you go you go to Chicago for Survivor Series, and him and Roman Reigns are the, are the last two, sorry, are the last two, and then he gave Roman a run for his money. And then you go to Houston. And he's in the ring with Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar go, oh, this is a big boy. Whoa. <laughs> and then and then you come out of that, and then you come out of that, and he beats Adam Cole for both titles. And it's like, man. Yeah. And, like, for me, for me, it's like that kind of stuff is different because he moved mountains. And granted, it wasn't for X amount of time. If Keith Lee would have had – if Keith Lee would have had both titles, like if he'd have to relinquish the North American title, but Keith, if he would have had a run for, let's say, five or six months instead of like a couple weeks or whatever, because he was going up, it'd have been our conversation about Keith Lee would be totally different. For sure. Yeah. 
so and, and also just he just said man th- th- that is one of the nicest human beings i ever met in my life like and at, at his vocabulary and is you little, can tell it, but his vocabulary is so cool i'll be talking to him like keith i was tripping but what you mean by like uh uh like he'll he'll say something like oh one of his big ass words and i'll be looking like, like what you talking about bro like i you you know what i'm not even mad no more dog. <laughs> like and that's the thing so he i, I would say keith on the inside definitely keith um oh my god yeah probably keith I, alistair black and ricochet definitely alistair like alice yeah. like tommy listen Tommy knows how much I love him. So it's like Alistair is one of the people where I feel like with the right with the like in NXT, right? He had a title run. He had great storyline to NXT. But I feel like with Alistair with the right company behind him will be one of the biggest stars in your company. He just needs somebody to believe in him. Facts. Yeah. I definitely agree with that hundred percent. Same you mentioned um you mentioned Bianca. I want to know because you seen like you was at you know there watching on NXT. <clears throat> so you seen her early, but mm-hmm. did you like? I was, at her, I, was, I was at her first match, May Young Classic. Ooh. All right, so so you could really mm-hmm. you can answer this question then. Seeing Bianca then at her first mm-hmm. match and seeing her now, did you always believe? Like, did you like the first time you seen her? Were you like, nah, she got something. Like, she's gonna be a star. I tweeted. I tweeted this the night one of May Young Classic. And I got the tweet to prove it. I did. Pull it I, up. I, Kidding. All right. I'm going to pull it up for post. So if y'all want to put it on the right. screen and post, you can. <laughs> Bianca yeah. Be- I-, I said that Bianca Belair was going to be the next big thing and she was going to be a star. Granted, Bianca, that was her first match ever. Mm. I saw mm. I saw a woman do a 450. And I saw the way that she, she even did the hair swing against Kyrie. And a lot of things that she did that I was like, I've never seen this before, yo. She's different, but she was herself. She was a black woman. I was proud to be a black woman and carried herself as a black woman. And mm-hmm. I said, oh, nah. But the Bianca right now, Bianca's a generational talent. If Bianca said, I'm done wrestling tomorrow, she's one of the, she's a top five greatest woman wrestlers of all time. And if Bianca keeps on going for another X amount of years, she will be the greatest of all time. That's just how I feel. It has nothing to do with her skin color. Look at her resume. Chamber did that. Survivor Series, Soul Survivor, Royal Rumble, won that. SummerSlam, beat Becky. WrestleMania, double time. What's next? Like she, mm-hmm. She's done everything that, that can ever be done for a woman and has trailblazed for a lot of young black woman to come forward in the in the world for 10, 15, 20, 100 years to come, they'll mm-hmm. look at Bianca and it'd be like, damn, put a statue up. Mm-hmm. Because what she's doing is, man, it's different. It's different. And it's like, Bianca six months ago is not as good as Bianca today. And it's like, like, like if you look at if you look at her match with Becky at WrestleMania and look at that match at, at SummerSlam, you're like, holy shit. Oh, god damn. Mm-hmm. Look at look at her first Sasha Banks uh, uh two years ago at WrestleMania. Look, oh my God! God. Look at her promos six months mm-hmm. ago. Look at her promos now. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, like she, she she's literally she's literally in that that prime stage where Kobe went from eight to twenty four, mm-hmm. and like she's literally she's on a different planet, man. Like I I I think she's like I said this before. She's like LeBron in Miami right now, and that's just my opinion. All hits, no misses. All hits, no misses. That's God, God, did. God did. Hey, God did. <laughs> and, 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 and I mean, I mean that that's that's my sister. So I'm always gonna ride for her no matter what. But fact to fact, spade to spade, she is the best woman's wrestler in the world right now, and the best woman wrestler in the world is a black woman. 
Tell me who else is gonna carry Otis's big ass on their back? <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> but you know, the way she made it look easy though was like, it's like, hold on. Now. She picked him Gen- up like he was a generational talent. Generational. We, yeah. would, we probably will never see nothing else like this as long as we are alive and our kids might not and their kids might not. Mm-hmm. Like, and and mm-hmm. she's just different. And it's just like, it's not boot licking. It's like, man, when people are great, they're great. But when they're like that caliber, the Michael mm-hmm. Jordans, the Kobe Bryant, the LeBrons, the Stephen Curry's, but when you start being in that different cloud, like that top, mm-hmm. top, that top tier, you got to give them their flowers. Because like with Kobe Bryant, a lot of people want to give him his flowers, but then unfortunately when he, when he gets taken away from him, I think you're like, Oh my God! No, hold on. I loved Kobe. Hold on. No, I, I was just playing. I was just talking. No, you get them their flowers now, no matter what. So no, Bianca is the best woman wrestling, the best women's wrestler in the world. And hey, man, I, honestly, she's top five wrestlers in the world. Period. Right now, a hundred percent. you know what I'm saying. I the per the woman I have is number one. She's not at work currently, so I can't make that debate right now. Is that but, her on your shirt? <laughs> That is her on my shirt right now. You know what? Hey, but you know what? Mercedes too, bro. They're they're pushing the envelope for people like us to do what we want to do and love what we love. And man, never. No, no hate, no nothing. At the end of the day, for Mercedes, man, I just want Sasha to be happy. As long as Sasha's happy, that's all that matters. Because wrestling is wrestling, but people are people. And I just want everybody to do their thing and be happy and love what they're doing. And that's all. I'm not I'm not gonna hold you. I definitely agree. Um this is the last last question I have. I don't know if my co-hosts have a question, any more questions, but the last questions I wanted to ask you is because you you're part of this, you know what I'm saying? You're part of this era of um of NXT. So I wanted to get your opinion on this. Um Road Dog. Road Dog was on the I think the Corey Graves, the after the bell. Uh, podcast and he said an interesting quote that still sticks to me to this day he said that if Adam Cole was carrying Cross's height and like built he would already be WWE champion by now and both of them were still in NXT at the time he's made that statement so I wanted to get your opinion someone that's around them and has way more insight than the average viewer of the product so I see you laughing. I'm here. Yeah, because <laughs> BG is crazy. Road Dog is crazy. That's my man, so he's crazy. But I love him. Good faith. Like he's man, he's he's just he's crazy. Uh I'm an Adam Cole diehard, right? So him, he has been wrestling over the past X amount of months. It kills me as a wrestling fan because I love watching him work. The small details that Cole does, like facial expressions, the way that he cuts his promo, the way that he carries himself is different. Uh, I feel like brother Adam Cole was 6'2", 6'3", or whatever he is. He's a he's a MF and superstar. So I feel like it... I, I feel I look at Ray Mysterio, one of the greatest of all times. Height, body stature, all that doesn't really matter. It's all about if 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 you're if you're in my company, what can I like? If I believe in you, like all right, Cootie, you're in my company, right? And I believe in you. It don't matter what you are. If I believe you, and I know you can be a star, it is my responsibility to put you in that position. Because you can't control how tall you are, how long you are. You know, you can't control that. But it's all about me with the book that can put you in a position to succeed. Adam Cole can go to any company and be a champion, <clears throat> and not, not not like a mid card. He can be anybody's champion, like the the face of a company. So it don't matter how how. I'm not disagreeing with Road Dog. I'm just saying that Adam Cole don't need to be 
carrying across his body size to be WWE champion. And I'm pretty sure if Adam Cole would have, you know, if he felt comfortable enough to stay in WWE instead of going to AEW, he might have he might have already been in the title picture already. Who knows? You're absolutely right. That's just me. I love I, that guy though. I say the same thing, man. But hey. But I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I think the internet's more so just problematic when they seek negativity because that's what Twitter is about now. It's like it's so yeah, much it, negativity. It, yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's it's so much it's so much cooler to be negative. Like I posted a tweet the other day talking about Luke Harper for WrestleMania 33. I was like, I think he should have been in the triple threat match with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, and I think that he should have won. The amount of negative tweets that I got talking about somebody because he passed away, and it's like, wait, they were, and then somebody had the audacity to search Brody Lee. And my name was like, you only tweeted about it when he passed away. And I'm like, well, first off, you know, first off, this is beyond disgusting and disrespectful. And second of all, I'm like, I don't need to express myself for how much I love Luke Harper because anybody from Manny to anybody that who knows me acting mm-hmm. by Luke Harper, they know. But if you also search Luke Harper in my name, you'll see all the tweets. But it's just one of the things where it's just like Twitter is. That that that's the belly of it right there. It's like, oh, you say some, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna quote retweet you to try to shit on you and try to make you look terrible because you know mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I want people to see that I dunked on you. I want other people to dunk you. I want to say I started it. No, you look goofy. It's you trash. look goofy because then in the, in the same span, they'll turn around a week later and talk about mental health and how how important it is. Bing. Right there. So true. And those are the same people. It's just like a mirror reflection. Honestly, it's how they feel about themselves, so they want other people to feel the way that they feel. Yep, and they'll go to whatever length that they can to to do that. But Mm-mm-mm. fact, and I mean, hey, I mean, people always say, oh, like somebody has said, oh, like you, you don't, you rarely ever talk negative about WWE. It's like, oh, I'm not talking about a negative enough for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so you want me to? Be, but they was like, oh, but you take you take a shot to AEW every chance you get. No, if I like something, I can like it. If I don't, I can say I don't. I don't have no problem with AEW's product, but if I say I don't like it, like the other day. For instance, like for the finish for the Riddle and Seth finish in the main, I didn't like that finish with Elias get the headbutt. I'm like, oh, that was that was goofy. But do I need to be on social media like this is stupid? No. But do I go on Twitter and say this is stupid by AEW? No. Why? Because I'm a professional and I respect people's crafts. I can have my own opinion, but I'm, like going on Twitter and calling your product stupid is going to do what for who? Nobody. Because AEW not going to look at it. They don't give a damn about me. And, and and if people follow me, they're going to be like, oh, okay, scroll. It don't matter. So. Period. Exactly. This hey, brother man. knows what he's talking about, man. Exactly. It's just, hey, man. It's just some people, man. They just they. Unfortunately, people got stuff going on in their own on the, within their own self that they feel negative about it. So unfortunately, they cast it on other people, and you mm-hmm. ain't gonna cast your negativity on me, my friend. I can tell you that right now. You feel me? Hey, ooh, I, don't feel me. That smell good. Ooh, come on, that's, that's, that smell good. Hold on, that's money. Come on, that's money. Three days. Hey, hey, that. I see. Yeah. Hey, say that one more time. What? That's the that's the new harness. Yeah. <laughs> God right did, there. yes, sir. God did. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get out of here, man, can you please let the people know where they can find you? Well, no. First off, don't find me. If you're not following the Black Announce Table, please make sure you are. Uh, and please make sure that you uh, like, uh, share, retweet, do all the good things. Tweet positive, tweet positively about them. Um, and I'll just tweet more positive stuff in general. God dang. But anyways, uh, just make sure that you show them all the love and then some. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CornellG2K. 
I'm not gonna lie to you. If you tweet me something about your opinion, I really won't care. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say what I gotta say, and I'm gonna keep it pushing. Uh, but always positivity and love to everybody. Uh, and thank y'all so much for having me. Two fifty, like yeah. you know. Again, hey, hey. So in so in about then, y'all next anniversary, y'all gonna be what three? Y'all gonna do three hundred or three fifty? We're gonna do three hundred. Yeah, so we're gonna keep it three hundred. I I gotta come back for the three hundred. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you got him. It's stamp, man. Got it. Coming back for three hundred. Yeah, I gotta come back for the three hundred, and I need to go find me a chief key shirt for the three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, nah, that that'll go crazy. A, a glory boy right. shirt, bro. Listen, Keith. Yeah, right there in my heart. <laughs> bang bang, bang bang, right there in my heart.